Welcome to the Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. You know, God is calling watchmen in this season, soccer moms, CEOs. God is putting that watchman anointing on a new breed of watchmen. And so we're celebrating my new book, The Making of a Watchman. And we're in an interview series because I thought it would be great for you to hear from some of the greatest prophets and apostles and watchmen and intercessors uh, on the face of the earth today. And my dear friend, Jane Hammond uh, from Christian International has graciously agreed to share her wisdom with us in the realm of the watchman. And I know she's got just so much wisdom in this area, and I'm so excited to have her. I'm sure you know her. She travels all over the world, and uh, she is a prophesying machine. I just got a great prophecy from her right before we got on the broadcast. So we're going to bring her in and let her say hello, and we're going to get started and learn more today about the watchman's anointing. Okay. Hello, hello, Apostle Jane. Jane. Hi, Jennifer. I'm thrilled to be with you today. Thanks, Thanks so much, so much for, for doing, doing this. this. I'm, I'm looking, looking forward, forward to, it. to it. So, you know, I think I Chuck, Chuck Pierce said, said maybe in 2019, 2019 there was, was a watchman, watchman movement broken. And, and now we're seeing, seeing that, that this, this is a hot, hot topic. topic. The, the watchman who had been, been maybe, maybe, you know, relegated, relegated to the side of the intercessors. Now watchmen are rising up. Why do you think in this hour that this is such focus on watchmen? Well, I really believe that we're in a season that God is calling his church into a new season of great awakening. And I know that when we think of that, we always think of great revivals and and great outpourings of the Holy Spirit. But, you know, really to be a watchman in the New Testament, it actually tells us to watch and pray. And it actually says to be sober, to be vigilant, uh, because the, the, our adversary is walking around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And that word vigilant and that word watchful actually has this connotation of staying awake, being attentive, being ready um, and during times of difficulty. And I think that we're mm-hmm. living in really an unprecedented moment in history where uh, I feel like the enemy has thrown out everything he can possibly throw on the table. And yet God is saying, I've got an army of people that are awake, that are watchful, that are able to position themselves in such a way as to push back against the strategies and plans of the enemy. And that during this season, when it seems like we're facing so much unprecedented darkness in the earth, we really are living in Isaiah 60, where it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. One of the ways that happens is that God opens our eyes, God wakes us up, God kind of strips away the clutter of our day-to-day life and gives us a clear focus about how to pray, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done here on the earth as it is in heaven, so that we can prepare the way for everything God wants to do. And he, and he wants, wants to do, to do a lot, a lot of, great of great things. things. I, mean, I mean, despite, despite what, what we see in the earth right now, right God is a redemptive, redemptive God. God. He, he saw this coming. coming. He, knows he knows where we're going. going. And, and I, just, just recently, recently maybe, maybe a few months ago, ago the, the Lord started, started having me get up even earlier to watch and pray. So I was getting up at four and then he said, get up at 345. And I'm like, really? So I've been doing that and building that tower in prayer and watching and I do, I do see, see awakening. awakening. I, I see revival. I see God redeeming the time. I see him moving in the earth. And so, and so I'm excited, excited about what he's doing. doing. It's, it's up partially, partially to the, the watchman 
to really so see and, and articulate what he wants to do so the investors can get into agreement with with what he's doing. I, I completely agree. And I think that, you know, we have to understand, I think, as the body of Christ, that I believe God is changing our mentality. I love that you've written this book about the making of a watchman, because I think a lot of times we use this terminology um, throughout Christianity and really even apostolic prophetic Christianity. And we throw out these terms and people don't really understand um, what they mean or how they are to partner with what is God, what God is doing. If there's a watchman move, then it certainly involves more than just a few who are in some prayer closet somewhere praying, but it really involves a movement among the body of Christ. And I was thinking today, you know, about how Israel uh, actually trains their military and in Israel, they train every man and every woman with mandatory military service so that their entire citizenry is uh, can be activated at a moment's notice in a time of crisis, uh, as opposed to the way that we do things here in America, where you've got civilians and you've got soldiers. Well, I think that we maybe have to look to Israel's model a little bit better as the church to understand that there can be no civilian mentality in the church and that each and every one of us have a responsibility to learn how to watch and pray. And if you're watching, you need to be praying. If you're praying, you need to be watching. And so I believe that God is waking us up as he's giving us um, prophetic words, as he's giving us new insight into scripture, as he's giving us dreams and visions that help us to understand discerning the times and knowing what to do like the sons of Issachar mm -hmm. and really being able to discern like the adversary that's roaring, walking about as a roaring lion. How do we discern what the enemy's strategies are? How do we discern what God's strategies are and how do we position ourselves? That's not just a job for a few. That's a job that God wants to raise up many, many watchmen. And if we're going to get the job done, we've got to have a company of watchmen and intercessors that can process and can can pull heaven down into earth and to cause us to know how to advance. That is, that is so, so good. good. And, and I, I love, love how you said, said if you, you watch, you need to pray. And if you pray, you need to watch. I heard somebody a couple of years ago say, well, the watchman's job is over when they release the warning. And I just could not disagree more with that. You know, if God gives you a revelation, I believe part of stewarding that revelation is praying through it. And of course, getting other intercessors on board to come into agreement with what God wants to do or to push back the darkness. I completely agree. You know, uh, the Old Testament term watchman, you know, refers to the individual. They generally were positioned in two different places. They were positioned um, on the wall of the city to identify whoever was approaching the city. Was it a messenger or was it an enemy? Um, and if it was an enemy or an enemy army that was approaching, their job was to sound the alarm and to continue sounding the alarm until the entire troops could be actually mobilized to get out there and to go to battle. Um, but they, their, their job didn't, they didn't be like, they, they weren't like, okay, now my job's done. I'm going to bed. Okay. <laughs> they had to continue watching, continue sounding the alarm, continue staying engaged in the battle. I think what some, uh, watchmen that were maybe before this time made the mistake of doing is, uh, they would see, um, what was coming and then they would feel like if they saw it, it was all their responsibility to deal with what they were seeing. And this is what I experienced probably back in the, the late 1980s when God spoke to me about being a watchman is that I thought, well, if I'm seeing it, it's just my job for me to deal with it all. 
And I had to recognize that the watchman sounded the alarm to mobilize the army. The watchman wasn't the one that went out and fought all the battles single-handedly. <laughs> the watchman mm -hmm. had to be an intricate part of the mobilizing of the entire infantry to go out and meet the enemy. And so we have that watchman that's on the wall guarding the city. And there was also a watchman that was positioned on the top of the hills to watch over the harvest. Because what the enemy loved to do is come in and rob the harvest. I mean, think about the Midianites in the time of Gideon. They would come in and they would take, they would, they would let the harvest grow. And then right at the point that it was ripe, they would come in and they would rob the harvest. And so I think that right now God is positioning watchmen to watch over the harvest and to pray God's purposes down to watch over the harvest that's coming. But I also believe that there are people that God is anointing as watchmen for the church, watchmen for cities, watchmen for nations, to be able to be tuned in and watching and praying for what is the strategy of the enemy right now? What is this, what is God's heart and agenda for the earth right now? And what, and what are the times that we're living in as we discern the times how do we position ourselves so that we know what to do so that we're actually active partners with God in every victory that he's bringing? You know, there's never been a more critical time for the watchman's anointing. And God wants that anointing to rest upon you. How do I know that? Because Jesus told us to watch and pray. Many of us pray, but fewer actually watched. You know, after Chuck Pierce prophesied a new watchman movement, I spent a year in London teaching people how to operate in the watchman anointing. I developed this course now to help you. If you want to understand times and seasons, if you're tired of getting blindsided by the enemy, if Jesus' words to watch and pray inspire you, this course is for you. You know, many people reject watchmen. Why? Because it seems as if many times we're warning of enemy attacks, but somebody's got to do it. I understand you. I've been walking in the watchman's ministry now for 20 years, and God is calling watchmen forth in this very critical hour in the nations of the earth. You're going to learn about the critical role of the watchman, what that means, how to discern if you're called as a watchman. You're going to learn about the protocols for releasing words of warning paired with words of hope. You're going to learn uh, how to pray as a watchman. I'm going to teach you activations. There's going to be so many lessons in this course and in the book. I want you to get involved in this at schoolofthespirit.tv slash watchman. You're going to learn so much. The role of the watchman, the warning ministry, how to cultivate a watchman's eye, the watchman's watches, watchman pitfalls, discerning false watchmen, engaging with demonic watchers, watch for the king of glory. Hey, that's something else. Cindy Jacobs has endorsed this as well as many others who have been standing with me as I roll out this revelation in the nations. Get the book, take the course, power punch, one, two, there's so much there for you. God wants to use you. He wants to open your spiritual eyes. He wants to put that mantle on you or perhaps even launch you forth into the nations as a watchman. Check it out, schoolofthespirit.tv slash Watchmen, I'll see you there. See, that, see, is, that so is so good. good. I totally I agree. agree. I, I, as you as were you talking, were talking I, remembered I remembered a word that, that I put out in 2015. It's not, not even in the book because I completely, I completely forgot, forgot about it. it. But it but talks it about how this was in 2006, like six years ago. It says, Watchmen ministry will receive newfound respect in the coming hour as Christians find themselves blindsided by world events. 
wow. wow. There you and are. it goes and it on goes from on there, there, but that's, but that's exactly, exactly what happened. What happened. Like, like, none, none of us saw some of this stuff. stuff. No, I agree. And I've been a watchman my whole life. And I, and, and I feel like, I feel like when 2020 came along, I was like, wow, was I asleep or what? <laughs> Did I just not see this? But I do recognize that, that we can only see what the Lord shows us. That's right. That's right. And so uh, I think that, uh, I think that God positioned us and got us ready um, for everything that was taking place. And I was sharing with you before the broadcast that because of things that God spoke to us before COVID shut the world down, we were actually positioned in a place how to stay in faith, how to stay uh, reaping God's blessings during this time of craziness, mm -hmm. and how to actually advance the kingdom even in times when everything was shut down. And so that's what I think the job of a watchman, sometimes we can say, wow, how did I miss that? But sometimes what we have to do is we have to back up and we have to say, okay, God, show us the way through, show us the pathway through to help us to discern how to get positioned so that we can partner with heaven and not just hunker down and hold on until Jesus comes. I mean, we've got to, we've got to be proactive participants with God in every single season, even during the COVID season. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. It is, and I want to jump off something you said, because was it now Elisha or Elijah? And the woman's child died, it was Elijah, right? And yeah, she was a and Elijah said, the Lord has hid this thing from me. 
And so, because because none of us saw it, it, and and we're all praying and watching, I wondered wondered sometimes through this, did the Lord Lord just not allow us to see it for some reason? His ways are higher than our ways. But what I also saw, though, was because we were watching and praying, God did lead us through in prosperity, in health. I mean, God really covered us and ordered our steps, despite us not really understanding some of what was going on behind the scenes. Right. You know, we have a little saying around Christian International. We always say, don't doubt in the dark what you heard in the light. (laughs) And so we basically went back to what were we hearing God say at the beginning of 2020 versus what suddenly we were living through in March of 2020 and throughout the rest of the year. And that's why the word of the Lord is so valuable. And that's why watchmen are so necessary is because even when things happen that we perhaps don't see or perhaps even perhaps don't see in its fullness, God is still positioning us in faith. And really, uh, when we partner with God, God gives us joy. Um, he breaks the, the yoke of fear. There was so much uh, fear mongering that the enemy was trying to do to get us into a position of either survival or a position mm-hmm. of retreat. Interestingly enough, my prophetic word throughout 2019 had to do with God taking the church out of survival and bringing us into revival. Well, right after I preached that, we went into survival. And I was like, well, maybe that's the prophetic thing that I was seeing. But after that comes revival. So I do believe that uh, sometimes we we hear, sometimes we see, we know in part, we prophesy in part. God told us that we did. And as watchmen, I think that we just have to take the part that we have, take the part that we know, and contend with that and not be passive, not in any way be passive, but to be very proactive when the Lord speaks. And to your point earlier, you talked talked about about the rising of a company company of watchmen. watchmen. And that's so valuable valuable because because if you you see see this and I see that and another another one sees sees that, that, maybe we can sort of put put the picture picture together together a little more. more. I I think think the watchmen watchmen need to be able to to find find each each other other and share. And of course, course, that's part of what we do with the Apostolic Council of Prophetic uh, Elders. Absolutely. And I've always loved when we come together, it's like somebody will say one little statement at our Apostolic Council, and then all of a sudden, everybody's jumping in going, oh, well, I heard this and I heard that. And it it, it is. uh, Right right now in my house, I have a jigsaw puzzle on my table, and uh, it's something my family likes to do together. And uh, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to flip those pieces over. They mean nothing on their own. But when you connect them up to others, then you actually get the full picture. And so I I really think that that's uh, the the company that God is bringing forth, the prophetic watchmen, prophetic intercessors, um, and understanding that iron sharpens iron. And I don't have to have every part. You don't have to have every part. That's what's so amazing about this. But that together, there's a synergy that our giftings actually come to a whole new level of operation because of the synergy that we find in the spirit. That's That's so good. good. I've actually actually got got a jigsaw jigsaw puzzle puzzle right right behind behind me on the table table. and (laughs) And it's it's the the London London Bridge. Bridge. So, so I like, I like to do that too. Bridge. You're going to get back yeah. there someday. Soon, right? <laughs> That's, right. That's right. That's right. My, My jigsaw, jigsaw puzzle, puzzle is prophesied to me. Yes. Yeah. Mine is too. I just, we were just in Colorado on vacation and mine is a beautiful picture of the mountains of Colorado. So wow. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Yes. What, what do you, do you think, think are the challenges, challenges that, that watchmen, watchmen are facing in this time, time when everything's so tenuous or what are, are the, the challenges, challenges that, that watch face, face in general? general? I mean, I, I think, think one of them is people don't want to listen to some of the messages, messages that they, they share. share. That's, that's one thing. thing. Right. That's a, And that's a big one is that I think that a lot of times 
Uh, we see things before. Um, we see things that are still in a place of obscurity. When I was coming up as a watchman, um, Bishop Hammond is my spiritual father. My mm -hmm. Tom Hammond is my husband. And I would go to them and the Lord, the Lord gave me a very clear prophetic word by a young prophet that had just come to America by the name of Kim Clement. And he gave me a prophetic word and he said, the Lord says that he's calling you to be a watchman and you're going to see the snake and you're going to see the wolf that others don't see. And I thought, well, yay, what a great prophecy. <laughs> and so all of a sudden it was like I started seeing things that other people didn't see. And I started hearing conversations and I would see things demonically and I would see things. And I would go to Bishop and my husband, who are two of the most mercy motivated men that are on the face of the earth. And I would say, guys, I don't know about this situation or I don't know about this person. And they would be like, oh, you know, and they would, you know, they would help me get saved over again by because I was just too too judgmental or too critical and uh and and they helped they they would try to help me adjust my attitude and it really wasn't about an attitude adjustment it really was about the fact that I was discerning things that weren't right and I was seeing things that were in operation in the spirit and over time of course they learned that that was my gift in operation they began to trust that gift but I know that it can be very frustrating when you don't feel like you have others that will hear you. And what I what I usually just say is the gift makes room for you. And if you can have a place where you can share with trusted intercessors, with trusted leaders, the things that you're sensing and hearing and feeling, I think that that's so valuable. I think the other thing that really intercessors really do contend with and watchmen really contend with a lot is um, is the weariness that comes sometimes from... Uh, from the constant uh, disruption of our life by what you're watching and what you're seeing. Um, you say that you, you, that God's waking you up early to pray. I, I'll go through watchman seasons where I'll be interrupted several times a night by watchman dreams and, uh, and, and then have to get up and pray and contend with those things. And it can become, it can become uh, all encompassing and, and overwhelming at times. And I think that one of the greatest challenges that the body of Christ is actually facing right now is if God's calling us to wake up, what the enemy's trying to hit us with is spiritual slumber. And I think that so often because watchmen's words have not been regarded, um, and sometimes they carry this, this weight of heaviness that's on them because mostly because they don't know what to do with what they see. <laughs> and when you don't know what to do with what you see, you end up carrying burdens that you're not called to carry. You know, and you, you carry them wrongly. And so that's where you've got to tie in with others so that you're not being worn out and worn down. Throughout the Old Testament, you would find this in the King James. There's a group of, of guys that would come into an otherwise good situation and they would stir up trouble. And these guys were always called the sons of Belial. They were troublemakers. Um, and you would see them coming in and they would partner with Jezebel and they would partner with different evil leaders and the sons of Belial did, did evil bidding. What's really interesting is that the word Belial means to cause you to fail by wearing you out. And I think that that is something that intercessors and watchmen have to be aware of is that the enemy's, the enemy's assignment against you is just to flat out wear you out and wear you down. And because you end up carrying things, the Lord had to say to me, I didn't call you to be the only one that, that, that killed the snake and killed the wolf. I called you to see it, 
but I didn't call you to be the one that had to kill it all the time. So I had to know that I had to link in with other leaders and I had to link in with others. Even if they thought I was crazy initially, I had to link in with others that, that could partner with, with the, the word of the Lord, that could partner with what I was seeing so that I wasn't carrying this weight, this heavy weight all by myself. And I think that this, in this new season of God raising up watchmen, I feel like our, uh, there's going to be a fresh wind that's going to come. I feel like that there's going to be a, a greater strength that's going to come upon the watchman. I feel like God has prepared the body of Christ. And when I say that, I don't mean just apostolic prophetic people. I mean, God has awakened Baptists and Methodists and Episcopals and Lutherans, uh, Catholics across the body. People are so ready to hear what God is saying during this season of time. And so I think it's a brand new season for watchmen to be able to vocalize the things that we're seeing and that we're hearing. And there's a receptive body that is ready to join the fight, join the battle and help to carry it through all the way to victory. I think we've never been in a season like this. I am anticipating some of the greatest days of victories, some of the greatest days of God's surprises. Um, and I, I know it's, I, I also see some of the greatest days of chaos and the enemy trying mm -hmm. his very best and, and darkness trying to encroach on cities and a lot of different things. But the Lord said that he's going to expose corruption. He's going to expose the, the stuff that's there. And it's going to be as the watchmen are watching, sounding the alarm, mobilizing people to pray, mobilizing the body to war. And I think that we're in probably one of the best seasons to actually see that happen because God has awakened his people across the, across the whole broad spectrum. I think, I think he really, he really has. has. I mean, I what I'm seeing in my circles, which are some of the same circles that you're on, is people are excited. You know, they're they're ready for revival. They're praying more than they've ever prayed before. So a lot of people really have really woken up. Um, there's a scripture in Ezekiel 3, Ezekiel 33. These were scriptures the Lord called me on when I was in Nicaragua. He said, read this and read that. I've never read Ezekiel. And, and it, there's, there's a part, a part in, there in there where it talks, talks about, about if I don't release, release the word, word there's, there's blood, blood on my hands. hands. And, and that's, that's something, something that Cindy, Cindy Jacobs called me to talk to me about because she wanted to make sure that people didn't get the impression that somehow God was going to be mad at them if they didn't have a avenue to release the word. Because you have a large platform, I have a platform, City has a platform. But, but, you know, you God, know God is raising, raising up watchmen that are soccer moms and CEOs, and, and they, don't they don't necessarily have the connections or the platform. Or the platform. So, so what, what would you, you say to this new breed of watchmen who they're not, not necessarily prideful ministers, they're, they're churchgoers, church they love the Lord, and God is starting to show them things. Like, what do they do with that if they don't know what to do with it? Well, I think that, you know, the scriptures really is very clear that where two or more are gathered, God's there in the midst. And so I think that that's an encouragement to watchmen that you don't even have to have this massive company of intercessors that sometimes it can just be two or more, you know, just a, just a, a Bible study or a prayer group or, or, uh, or other friends that are at the soccer field with you that are of like mind. And as you share the things that God's showing you and are just coming into agreement, you might say, well, I don't even know how to pray the right prayers. I'm telling you, it doesn't take fancy prayers. It just takes coming into agreement 
and just saying what God says, just repeating into the atmosphere the things that the Lord is saying that he wants to do and be able to stand in your authority as a believer. And so I, I really believe that as God's raising this Watchman company up, I agree, it's going to be across the entire spectrum of the seven mountains in, in education and government, in business, in family, throughout the religious mountain. I believe that God's waking people up. And uh, it's just been astounding to me, even since COVID happened, um, is that it just seems like there's a greater hunger now, even in denominational circles, even in maybe old time Pentecostal circles. God's just waking people up and bringing them in an instant up to a place of operating in, in present truth. And so I think that as, uh, as watchmen, we're able to kind of help prepare the way for that. And to pave the way for those that are kind of, in some ways, maybe newcomers to this prophetic journey and actually having a place where we empower them to do what we do. That's, That's really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah, the, the equipping. equipping. I, and and I, I, were there were some, some kind of, kind of words, words in the last, the last couple, couple years where I think it was in, in my, my book, book on, on the seer, seer dimensions, dimensions, how, how God, God is opening, opening the eyes of Baptists who don't even believe in some, some of this stuff, stuff historically. historically. And, and, and God, God is, is just, just really, really moving over, over the whole body, body really bringing bring us into the unity of the faith in some realms where maybe we had been in disagreement, such as praying in tongues. I mean, there's been so much division in the body about women preachers and all these things. But I think we're getting to the point where those who have an ear to hear are setting aside some of these differences for the greater good. And God is just sweeping through churches. We're going to see massive revival and you know, the, you know, Catholic, the Catholic Church, Church I, believe, I believe, and, and the, the Baptist, Baptist circles. And, and you, know, you know, I just, I, just, I, think, I think he's just pouring, pouring out his spirit on all flesh. flesh. I, had an, I had an interesting dream that goes along with that back in 2015. And I was uh, in the dream, I was introduced to four angels of awakening. And each one of these angels had kind of stewarded past moves of God. There was the, there were the angels that kind of, uh, that, that was kind of overseeing the charismatic outpouring that touched all the churches um, uh, across denominational lines back in the 60s. There was a, an angel about the prophetic, about the apostolic and about prophetic evangelism. But the the one that that was like, that had overseen past outpourings and especially what took place during the charismatic renewal, um, the Lord just said, I'm going to pour out my spirit on uh, all every single denomination, church denomination, and I'm going to give my people a fresh opportunity to update in those denominations or to vacate those denominations if they won't update. So I think that we're living in a season right now where there's a lot of people across the body of Christ that are becoming self-feeders. They're, 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 they're accessing the internet. They're tying into uh, prophetic apostolic things that maybe their church doesn't feed them. And God's giving them an opportunity to update and to understand God's speaking to them in dreams, God's speaking to them in visions. Suddenly they're being filled with the Holy Spirit. We're hearing of, of accounts of people from long-standing backgrounds of denominationalism, just having these phenomenal encounters with God. And I think it really does speak to the times that we're in and God's saying, I'm, I'm doing an awakening. I'm awakening my church. I'm awakening the earth and I'm getting everybody ready for what I'm getting ready to do. He, he is. is. And, and right, right now, now we're seeing the, the remnant, remnant really rising up strong and leading the way. And, and I believe that remnant is going to get, get bigger and bigger and bigger, and bigger, bigger as, as, you know, this, this begins, begins to, to catch, catch on. on. God's, God's really, really calling, calling people. people and, you know, it's, it's almost, almost like, like 
when Samuel was called, he hadn't heard the voice of the Lord before. So he went to Eli and Eli had to say, hey, next time you hear that voice, that's the Lord. And that's what some people are being woken up to is just experiencing God on a whole new level. And he's opening their eyes and opening their ears. And yeah, it's a wonderful thing to watch. It's been very exciting because people are like, I have spiritual dreams. This is amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. people that almost discounted uh, things in previous seasons. I think God is opening up their eyes and letting them understand the capacity that God's given them to both watch and pray. And what's interesting is that some of these people have been prayer warriors for years. They just didn't have that seer capacity to actually see into the realm of the spirit, see into the unseen realm and be able to partner with God. So they're, they feel supercharged during this season of time to uh, move us forward. I heard the Lord say at the beginning of this year, uh, January 4th, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, so much contention in the nation, so much craziness uh, over things that were happening presidentially and, and, and everything. And I, I was in a time of prayer with our watchman team and I heard the Lord say, I'm up to something. And I leaned in thinking that the Lord was going to tell me what he was up to. And he did not tell me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did know in the way that he said it to me was, you know, things are going to get a little crazy. There's going to be a lot of things that shake. But if you'll keep your eyes on me, if you'll keep putting your trust in me, I want to let you know things are going to work for, for, for the good of my kingdom. Things are going to work for the good of your nation. Things are going to work for the expansion of the church and for the, the, the greatest awakening and reformation that has ever been poured out on planet Earth. And so I knew when he said it, things were going to get a little nuts. And uh, and so I think that we've been seeing that. But every time my husband and I start talking and we start seeing even some of the things that are taking place in the earth, we'll look at each other and say, God's up to something. <laughs> and so kind of keeping that perspective and knowing that God always has a plan. He's just looking for people to partner with him. He does, he and does, he is, he and, is we and we are. We're talking, We're talking about, the, about watchmen the watchmen with the debut, the debut of my book, of my The book, Making, the making of, a of a Watchman. And before I let you go, is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you would like to share? Well, I think I just want to issue a challenge to anybody that's hearing this this presentation because I believe that whatever level any of us have operated in prior to this season. I believe God's taking us to another level. I've been operating as a watchman for at least the last 35 years, but I can tell you there's a press in the spirit to know that there's something more. There's another level of prophetic revelation, of prophetic uh, in, uh, uh, manifestation and enablement by the Holy Spirit to be able to see more clearly, hear more clearly, and have the strategies that God wants to bring to us out of the heavenly realm. And so maybe you feel like, well, I'm just a, I'm just a beginner. Well, I'm telling you, God's going to catapult you forward in understanding things that maybe it took us 20 years to understand. I just believe God's going to give you just a, with, with books like what, what Jennifer is, is presenting to you, the making of a watchman. Hey, 35 years ago, when I started out as a watchman, there was nothing out there written about discernment or about the watchman or about any of this that we're doing. And so I encourage you, grab a hold of this, this material, grab a hold of her book as soon as it's released and, 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 and take it into your spirit. Because I think that, listen, I think if we could have gotten the job done based on the anointing we've been operating in for the last several decades, we'd be a lot farther along. <laughs> but obviously the anointings we were walking in was insufficient to carry us in to this new day and to this new season. And so 
it's a challenge to those of us that have been in the apostolic and the prophetic to say, guess what? God's getting ready to blow our minds, bring us all to a higher level. God's going to stretch us. He's going to challenge us. He's going to make us uncomfortable sometimes with some of the things that we see in here. And for those of you that are just starting out, jump in. It's a fun ride. Um, we're going to see more accomplished for the kingdom of God, I think, in the next several years than any of us have in our entire lives. So it is a great time to be a watchman and a great time to be alive. It is, it is. Thank, Thank you so, you so much, much for, spending for spending this time, time with me. You're, you're one, one of my favorite, favorite people, people on the earth. Thank you. Apostle Jane, Jane Hammond, Hammond is with us. And, and um, yeah, yeah, guys, guys get, get the, the book, book go, go buy, buy all, all of her materials. Too. She's, She's got a great book on dreams, discerning. And you've got a new book too. What is it? It's called Declarations for Breakthrough, How to Agree with the Voice of God. Yeah. Declarations for Breakthrough, How to Agree with the Voice of God. And we need to do that right now. So, so thank you for you being, with, being me. with me and, and bye, bye you guys. guys. I, will I will be back, back with another, another episode, episode really, really soon. soon. You know, I'll always remember when God called me as a watchman and the Bible says in Ezekiel three, that God made Ezekiel a watchman to the house of Israel. He made watchmen. God makes watchmen. I've been working on this book for years, The Making of a Watchman. I'm so excited because it just came out. The Making of a Watchman, Practical Training for Prophetic Prayer and Powerful Intercession. This is one of the most important books I've ever written. It's going to teach you so many things about standing in that role, functioning in that anointing. You know what? This isn't just for prophets. Jesus told believers to watch and pray. This is for all of us. And in this hour, God is raising up a new breed watchmen, a new generation of watchmen who don't just watch for demons, but watch for the glory. Amen. Watch for angels. We want to be 360 degree watchmen, watching in the spirit for whatever is going on and reacting and responding accordingly. I'm so excited about this book. Cindy Jacobs wrote the foreword. This is kind of a sequel to The Making of a Prophet. If you read that book, The Making of a Prophet, and you liked it, you're going to love this brand new book. I want to tell you the chapters just really quickly so you get a taste of it. We also have a new course on schoolofthespirit.tv, schoolofthespirit.tv slash watchmen. And you can go over there and you can get a discount on the book and get the course. Here's the chapter headlines, uh, calling all watchmen, discerning the call of a watchman, the role of a watchman, the warning ministry, cultivating a watchman's eye. You're going to love that. Engaging with angel and demon watchers. That's strong. Watching for the king of glory. I love that. Practical ways to watch. Sounding the alarm and blowing the trumpet. That deals with how you actually release the warning. Watch and pray. The watches of the watchmen. You need to know because God will shift things around for you sometimes. Watch and pray. Uh, the watches of a watchman, pitfalls for watchmen. There's several of those and a word about false watchmen. And what is so awesome about this book is at the end, there's a whole chapter on watchman activations. I want you to get a copy of this book. You will not be sorry. You're going to love every page. Cindy Jacobs has said, you know, so many people asked her about the watchman anointings for so many years. She said she wished that she had this book to recommend 
to them. This is for you. You asked for it. It's here. Get the book. Get it on Amazon or go over to my website, schoolofthespirit.tv. Take the entire course. I'm going to be going deeper than we find in the book. Get the book. You're going to get two complimentary resources. They're going to equip you to stand in God's special role, calling, anointing, mandal, mandate, and mission for your life. I'll see you there. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or sew into Operation Liberation, our missions arm, at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. 